Hey everybody, I'm Pastor Jeff Dawes, lead pastor here at Stockbridge Community Church. And I just want to say thank you for listening to our podcast today. I hope this message inspires you and encourages you. Enjoy today's message. We're in a series called Daring Faith. We're saying to I double dog, triple dog dare you to believe God for something. So many of you sitting in this room say, you know, well, I, I, you know, I got saved. And when I got saved, we think, okay, when a person gets saved, we think, well, they're getting saved to be good. You know, we want, they, they want to be good. We want to be good, you know. In other words, you, you know, don't smoke, don't drink, don't chew, and don't run with the people who do. That's what we think, okay. When you get saved, that's what we want, thinking about. But I want you to know that if your faith stops there and just trying to be good, you're going to leave this life disappointed because you were not saved just to be good. You were saved to do good. You were, you were not saved. God did not just save you to be good. The, God's goal for you is not just to get you to heaven. If his goal just was to get you to heaven, we're baptizing next Sunday. If you just want to go to heaven, let me know. I'll drown you. <laughs> just drown you. If you just want to get to heaven, okay, you, you saved. Right there, you testify publicly, baptism. I'm saved, okay. I'll just drown you right there. You go to heaven and be gone. If that's all you want to do, because we don't want you wasting all this air and, and good resources God gave if you just want to be about you. <laughs> so you were saved not just to be good yes we are saved it changes us God saves us from sin so that makes us good and you'll never be good without God everybody it takes God to make you good some of you try to get good and get God it doesn't work you got to get God to get good but what I want to share with you is that you were saved to do good to do good and matter of fact the Bible tells us that our faith really can never be fully engaged. We can never really have the faith that we desire without doing good. Now, I know right now that you're saying what? So I want to go right into God's word and look what he says here. Look what James says. What good is it, dear brothers and sisters, if you say you have faith, but don't show it by your what? Actions. Okay, here we go. Can that kind of faith save anyone? Suppose you see your brother or sister who has no food or clothing and, who's, and you say, goodbye, have a good day, stay warm, eat well, but you don't give that person any food or clothing. Here we go. What, what's the next word? Good. What good does that do? So you see, faith by itself isn't enough unless it produces what, what's that next word? Good, good what? Good deeds. Oh boy, here we go. It is what? Dead and? Oh my goodness. Unless what you believe produces good out of your life, then it's no good. <laughs> All these people say, well, I'm going to get the world bad, so I'm just going to go and hunker in my bunker. Your faith doesn't grow. Matter of fact, you're living a life of fear. I'd say fear is overcoming you, not faith. 
It takes faith to get out in the world and say, I'm going to live in a world that's, the world is hell bound, but I'm not. Amen. So it takes faith for me to get out there in the world and say, no, 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 I'm going to show you there's another way in the midst of the world. Now, daring faith always acts in love. Faith has to have a motivating factor. In other words, I believe in God. See, when I, when I begin to act out my faith, that means that I'm doing actions that I believe once I do these actions, that God is going to do what I cannot do. In other words, these actions are going to produce things that I could never produce. They're going to change things that I never could do, but I'm going to do them because I love people. Okay. Now, let me just talk to you just a second. I'm going to, I'm going to read this next verse to you. And I'm going to tell you, as I read this verse for years, I'm like, God, I can't do this. I just be straight up with you. I mean, for years, I'm like, Lord, I read this. I want to obey you, but this is one that, uh-uh. And I'm sorry, God, I'm trying, help me, Lord, because I, I can't do this. And look what it says in Matthew uh, 5 and 43, it says this. You've heard it says, you shall love your neighbor and hate your enemy. Okay, I'm good with that. I'm good. I'm down with that, aren't you? I mean, like, I can do that. That's right. You do bad to me, I do bad back. You hit me, I hit you back. That's what he's saying there. Okay. But I say to you, this is Jesus talking here. Love your enemies. Bless those who curse you. Here we go. Do what, everybody? Good. Do good to those who what? <laughs> I don't know about you, but I'm not tracking so well now. <laughs> and pray for those who what? Spitefully use you and? Persecute. Okay. Now, how, about, how are you feeling right now? I mean, so let's just be straight up. Okay, let's just lay our little Christianese off right second, you know, and just be straight. How are you feeling right now? Because there's somebody that you're thinking about right now that's been bad to you. And so you're supposed to love them? See, when we say that word love, a lot of people check out, especially, especially you know, driven people. Men, you know, we say we got to love everybody, you know, Christian, being a Christian is about loving people. Well, well, to me, that's, you know, I'm thinking I got to feel this romantic or this kind of, oh, I just want to embrace you kind of love. I don't feel that way at all about the people that's been mean to me, that's persecuted me, talk bad about me and my kids, posted bad stuff about me on social media. I don't, I don't feel like I want to go and, oh, I want to embrace them all right. The right hand of fellowship. <laughs> okay, so you're tracking with me. You're starting to feel that way, right? Every, you're tracking with me. But here's what I want you to know. I had to understand what l- biblical love is. It's not, it's not what we, we conjure in our mind, what we think about. Biblical love is this, and I, I, I want to say this several times. So I want to I teach you the definition of love, and I'm going to ask you a question to ask yourself. So that's what today's all about. Biblical love is this. Once I understood it, it changed everything. Biblical love is doing good for someone no matter how I feel about them. Did you hear that? Biblical love is doing good for someone no matter how I feel about them. Isn't that what Jesus did from the cross? Are you, t- you telling me that Jesus liked everybody in that crowd and he, he's like, oh, I just want to embrace them as they're spitting on him, plugging his, plugging his beard out, putting stripes on his back, nailing him to a cross. Are you telling me he felt good toward those people? No, he didn't feel good. But he did good 
no matter how you felt about them. That's biblical love. So that changes everything. So remember that love, biblical love is this, is I'm going to do good to you no matter how I feel about you. That's biblical love. I'm going to do good to you no matter how. That, listen, there's a lot of people in my life that I don't like. How about you? I mean, I just don't like them. There's people in my family I don't like. And it's all I can do to be around them. I'm just being straight up. It's all I can do. I'm like, okay, God, please just don't let me say anything. Just let me get in here. I'm going to be with them an hour and I'm leaving because I don't like them. But I do love them. Meaning this, if they were in a car wreck, you know, and their car's on fire, I would go pull them out of the car. Now I'd let them say, hey, are you hurting? Just kidding. Maybe not. I don't know. <laughs> I'm not really sure. I don't know. It just depends who they are. Because if they're not hurting, I might slam the door all the way. They're pulling them out. <laughs> I don't know. But when I'm saying I would do that, no matter who it was, wouldn't you? I mean, come on. So biblical love is doing good to another person, no matter how I feel. That's why we can be different and love each other. That's why, you know, we can just be so different. Look at this picture right here coming up on our screen. Do you see that picture? You know, what do you notice outside that I'm the best looking guy in that picture? What do you notice? What, what are you guys noticing there? We're different, right? Yeah, they're different. All of us, are, that's, that, that's some of the people on our staff. We're different. I mean, you know, uh, look at Chen on the end. You know, he just, he just moved here from, from uh, Vietnam. And, and man, I'm telling you, you know, his culture is totally different than ours. And, and it's been some, you know, we've had to get used to that. And he's had to get used to our culture. You know, chemo, the culture, he come out is different than ours. And, and Tawny is different than all of us, okay? She, you know, she's female, we're male. And so there's, there's a lot of differences there. And, and even, you know, where she was raised and we were raised. And, and, you know, I'm just Georgia born, Georgia bred. And when I die, I'll be Georgia dead kind of person, you know? <laughs> and so I got all my cultural issues, you know? And so what I want to tell you is that you know, many people say, oh, I, I just wish I could work on the church staff so, so I would just always be at peace. No, we're not always at peace. No, no, there's times that, that they don't like me. They don't, and there's times I don't like them. You know, we don't, you, you know how that is. You live with people, you work with them. There's times you don't like them. But what I can tell you is this, is that I love every one of them. That means that I'm going to do good toward them no matter how I feel about them. I'm still going to do good toward them. And that's the understanding they have with me is that even when they don't like me, they disagree with me, they're still going to do good toward me no matter how they feel. That's what love is. And see, if you don't have, if love doesn't motivate your faith, you'll never let your faith go into action. You just sit on it. And you won't grow. And you'll miss the life that God has for you. That's how that, listen, the world is, you know, right now, 2022 is election year. So they're already trying to divide us. So how do we stay one? I'll tell you how we stay one. Is that, listen, it doesn't matter if you're Democrat or Republican. It doesn't matter your label because I'm going to love you no matter how I feel about your stance. Amen. 
It does. It does. Because because you make because you make this decision, and uh, it doesn't matter to me what your decision. It doesn't matter to me. It doesn't matter to me about your skin color. It doesn't matter to me about your bank account. I'm gonna love you no matter how. If I really like you, I'm gonna love you. If I really don't like you, I'm gonna love you. I'm just gonna do good towards you no matter what. Isn't that amazing? That's how we can disagree with each other and say, you know what? I, we can disagree, but I'm still gonna love you. That's how the church is one. That's what makes a difference. That's what God, if we're going to change our community, we're going to have unity in our community, is that we don't have to like everybody, and we don't have to like what everybody does, and we don't have to like the way everybody votes. It doesn't matter about that. Is that we're still going to do good no matter how we feel. That's it. That's it. That's the missing link, everybody. That's what we're missing, is that we can still love and not feel. Everybody wants to feel. I just want to feel. No, no, forget the feeling. I'm going to love you. That's it. Bottom line, I'm going to love you. If your car's on fire, I'm going to pull you out. I'm going to love you no matter what. No matter what you've done to me, no matter what you said about me, I'm going to do good towards you. That changes everything. And so, biblical love, you got it. Here it is. It's doing good for someone no matter how I feel about them. And that works great in marriage, and that works great in every relationship, parent and child. It works in every relationship. Love. Love motivates my faith and action. So I want to talk to you about do good. This message is do good. So there's three things, three scenarios I think that we need to learn to do good in because they're difficult at times. So with the question again, I told you I would put a question in your mind that I want you to ask, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask you this question many times throughout the message, the remainder of the message, and the question I want you to ask yourself is this, what good can I do? Let's try that. You ready? Come on, let's say that. What good can I do? Let's try it again. You ready? Come on. What good can I do? So before I go on social media and go on a rant about somebody, no! What good can I do? See, you stirring it up ain't doing any good. When you're mad, when you're mad at your parents and you, instead of you trying to, re, to rebel more to get at them again, if you just ask the question, what good can I do? It will save you about a month of being without your car. <laughs> Come on, somebody. Amen. And if you, if you just ask that about your spouse, before you, before you go off on them, it'll save you a month of, from sleeping on the couch. I got experience. So what is our question, everybody? What good can I do? What good can I do? That's the question that we have to ask in every situation, no matter what the world doing, is we're not going to get on their train. We're going to stay on God's train. What good can I do? So here we go. Do good when evil is, be, is being done around me. Do good when evil is being done around me. Look what the Bible says. Do not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with what, everybody? There it is. See, this is not Jeff made up. It's God made up. It's God's way. And what I want you to know is this, is that either you're going to be overcome by evil 
or you're going to overcome evil with good. There's not, you can't have it both ways. Right now, right now, right now, you're either being overcome by evil or you're choosing to do good to overcome evil. Right now, that's happening right now in your life. Now, how do you know when you're being overcome by evil? The way you know that is you begin to say things like this. Well, everybody else is doing it. You know, uh, when I post this, I get all these likes on social media. As a matter of fact, if you're, if you're, you know what you, you know why you want those likes? Because your little dopamines inside get happy when somebody likes something. Why don't you just turn that around and why don't you let the good stuff that you do get the likes? Mm -hmm. You didn't know it was going to be this good today, did you? So what I want to say is this, is that, so you got to choose, you know, and so in our culture today, people, in our culture today, people today is like when they, when they, when they're being overcome by evil, they will say, okay, well, everybody else is doing it. Or this is what they would do. They'll say, you know what? Instead of changing their behavior, they'll change their beliefs. Well, I don't, you know, I used to believe the Bible said that, but now I don't believe the Bible quite says that now, you know. So, so what they find is easier to change what I believe than change how I behave. And let me tell you something, the Bible, that's why God had it wrote down because it don't change. <laughs> he knew, he knew if he just left it to verbal, we'd change it all, but no, he had it written down because it doesn't change. Doing good. Several years ago, I think it was 2015 or so, Dan Cathy made a statement about biblical marriage. When he did, there was groups of people that got so upset, they decided that they were going to protest Chick-fil-A. And matter of fact, they got their signs and went around and stopped some of the traffic from coming in. They went around a bunch of Chick-fil-A's. They carried their signs. They said, you know what? We are just going to protest. And you know what they did? The people of Chick-fil-A did. They went out there and they began to serve them drinks. Look at this picture. They began to say, hey, hey, can we, how can we bless you? You know what? We, we want to love you. We want to get bless you. We want to give good to you. We want to have, thank you so, here, here, this is free. You can have, we don't want you to be hot right now. What did they do? They did good. What did they do? They chose love. Do, what is love? Doing good to people no matter how I feel about them. In other words, we'd still disagree with you, but we're going to love you anyways. And the news line changed from what the protest was about to look at these good Christian people who went out and served these people. Why, 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 why? What's the question we're asking? What's the question? They asked this question. What is the question? What good can I do? Even when people are persecuting me, what good can I do? What good can I do? So I have a next step for you on your connection card here. Here it is. I will do my best to do good for those I disagree with. Oh, dear God in heaven, would you check the box? Everybody, please check the box. <laughs> Come on. I, that's, it. that's how you win right there. <laughs> you don't fight evil with evil. He said, you overcome evil with good. I will do my best to do good for those I disagree with. I, did you say, check the box. It changes your life. You will never win an enemy. If you, if you make the people that you disagree with your enemy, you're never going to win them. Wouldn't you, wouldn't you listen to somebody that's been good to you when you've been bad to them?
Biblical love. Doing good for someone no matter how I feel about them. And the question that we're asking is, what is the question we're asking everybody? What is it? What good can I do? Not what good they should do, but what good can I do? In this situation, what good can I do? Number two is this. Do good when I am suffering. Do good when I'm suffering. Look what the Bible says. Here we go. So then those who suffer according to God's will, some, let me just stop right here. Sometimes you're going to be in right in the middle of God's will and you're going to suffer. If anybody told you that when you got saved that everything else in your life, you never have another problem or pain, they lied to you. Look at Jesus's life. So then those who suffer according to God's will should commit themselves to their faithful creator and continue to do what, everybody? Isn't that, even while suffering. Why should you continue to do good? Because it feels good to do good. You pick yourself, you don't pick yourself up by starting to do bad complaining and griping about everything. That takes you down further. But it feels good to do good. Listen, watch this. Jesus, where our example is, on the cross, on the cross, the last thing that Jesus did in his life, he did good. Watch, he's, he's bleeding profusely, all right? Picture this with me. He's bleeding profusely. I mean, he's nailed to the cross. His hands and his feet are nailed to the cross. He's bleeding. There's a crown of thorns on his head. He can barely breathe because the blood is flowing out of him. And he's, he's hard to, it's hard to breathe. He has to pick himself up to get a breath of air. And his body's so weak, he falls back down. And as he's doing his last moments of life, he can barely breathe. He looks down from the cross and he sees his mother. He says, Mom, I want you to know now that John is going to take care of you. And John, you take care of my mama. And the Bible says from that day that Mary moved in with John and his family. He took care of it. The last, the last thing he did, he took care of his mother right, right there while he was suffering. Not only that, but while he's suffering and barely breathed, the last, the last breath he's got to utter words, what does he say? He looks at the crowd. He looks at me and you, the people that have just done him so bad that have crucified him. He looks out and says, Father, 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 forgive them. Not me, not you. It's not forgive. It's God. Send the lightning bolts right now. Kill every one of them, God. I'm talking about pain, suffering. The last thing that he did with the last breath in his body as he was excruciating pain, he's bleeding crown of thorns on his head. He's, he's nailed to the cross. And the last thing that he did, he said, he said, Mary, this is your son, John, John. And then he said, Father, forgive them. And then the last thing he said this, the thief on the other cross over there who deserved to die said, will you remember me when you come into your kingdom? And Jesus said, this day, this day, you will be with me in paradise. He saved somebody. Isn't that amazing, everybody? He did good, everybody. He did good. Even in suffering, he did good. You say, that's Jesus. Let me just share with you what that looks like. Today, modern. There's a lady in our church, her name is Diane Carden. She is struggling with cancer. She's in her second, we thought it was, she had gotten, she went through all the treatments, it looked like it was gone and it's back again. And she's struggling with cancer. And how much worse can it get? Until last week, her husband took her to chemotherapy. Dropped her off because it takes a long time. It was coming back to get her and then he never showed up to come and get her. She tried to call him, he didn't answer. 
she Ubered home and she walked in her home and she found her 59-year-old husband who was healthy laying on the bed, deceased. At that moment, this woman had every right to cuss God out because it is not fair. Everything that's happening to her. But in that moment, I stood with her in her living room with others. And she was talking about doing good because Diane, what you don't know about her through her suffering, she has made sure that every staff member around here on their birthday feels like a million bucks. And she always does something nice no matter how she feels. And that day, standing there in her pain, she said, Pastor Jeff, this hurts so bad, but I still am going to do thus and so for thus and so on their birthday. I already had to play. She was thinking about what she could do good while she was in the middle of her pain. It's amazing. That's what it looks like. That's what it looks like. So the question that I want you to ask yourself, what is the question, everybody? See, you've already forgotten already. What is, what is the question? What good can I do? That's our question that leads our life. What good can I do? The third thing I would tell you is this, is do good when I want to fulfill my purpose. Why am I here on this earth? Why am I here? Here it is. Why am I here? Do good and fulfill your purpose. And this is what the Bible says in Ephesians 2 and 10. Look what the Bible says. For we are what, everybody? Creating Christ Jesus to do what? There it is again. You can't get away from it. Good works. Good works, which God prepared in advance for us to do. You can't experience what God has for you if you don't have God in your life. You see, you will never know your purpose in life. You will never be fulfilled in life. You can try all the money. You can try to make all the money in the world. You can try to have all the sex that you can ever have in your, your life. You can try to do everything the world says, fame, fortune. You can try to have it all. And you will come up empty. But when you get Jesus inside of you, motivating you to do good, it changes everything. So today, there's many people in this room that are not Christ followers. You know about him, but you're not following him. Many of you that are watching right now know about Jesus, but you're not following. Let's just change that right now because you need him. Let's just pray the prayer. You ready? We're going to pray a prayer to become a Christ follower. If this is you, you say this prayer. You don't have to say it out loud, but you just say it sincerely in your heart. Dear Lord Jesus, come into my life. God, I am so sorry for my selfish, sinful ways because I've been that. I need you to save me, oh God, because I'm making a mess of me. Forgive me of my sins and come into my life. Jesus, save me. Amen. Can you give God a hand for all those people who just prayed that prayer? Amen. We have this card, and, and this card is, you guys got it on the way in, and the, many of you watching online, you have that card as well. Would you just check the box? I pray the prayer to become a Christ follower today. If you pray that prayer so we can pray with you. And by the way, next week we're having baptism, so why don't you just go ahead and sign up for baptism as well so we can just go ahead and baptize you. See, it's just doing good. What's the question that we're asking ourselves? Everybody? What is it? What, what is the question we're asking ourselves, everybody? What are we asking? What good can I do? 
what good can I do? It's amazing we have people at SEC that are always thinking that. One of the people, his name is Susan Holly. Susan, uh, you see her picture here. She, she's over our care team here. And let me tell you, it's amazing what she and her team do. Matter of fact, when you fill out those connection cards, whether you're online or in the room, and you write down a prayer request, that team prays over those, and they send out notes and all. You've got, you've got notes from all kinds of people that you don't even know because this is a care team, Susan's team. Before COVID happened, they, they, they took gifts to the hospital workers. Before, before there was ever like need knowing. In 2019, before we knew anything about COVID, they did this. They, went, they were doing good. It's amazing what they do. Also, we have a team here that's called the Gravity Team. This is a picture of two ladies that serve on that team, Patsy and Helen. But you know what they do? The Gravity Team is all about taking care of kids with special needs. You know, we're, we're a church that says, okay, there's people in our community that have children with special needs, so they shouldn't have to stay at home because their child has special needs. We should have somewhere to be able to teach that kid with special needs. And these two ladies champion that cause. Every week we have children come in with special needs, and because you're a generous people, we have rooms that are already prepared, sensitivity rooms, that these children can go in and they can learn in their own way because we believe you don't leave anybody behind. Amen. And Patsy and Helen are, are, are champions of that. It's doing good, everybody. While, while we're asked the question as a church, what good can we do? What good can we do? It's amazing that we have served Saturdays at SEC. And this is a picture of the team that we had a couple, a couple weeks, months ago. Every Saturday we go out, what do we do? What do we do? What do we do? I tell you what we do. We ask the question, what good can we do? What good can I do? And we go out and, and we serve at the food pantry. We serve at the women's shelter. We serve at, the, at the, uh, the youth detention centers. We served everywhere that you can serve in our community. Why? Because we, do, we ask the question, what good can we do? And you say, let me tell you something. You say, well, Pastor Jeff, let me tell you something. You know, well, I, my God, I'm not saved by good works. No, you're not saved by good works. You're saved by the grace of God, but your good works will help save someone else. Amen. You don't believe me? Look at this verse right here. Matthew 5, Matthew 5 and uh, 14 and 16 says, you are the light of the world, everybody. If you're a child of God, you're the light of the world. Why? Because you do good. You're the light of the world. A city on a hill can't be hidden. In the same way, in the same way, let your light shine before men that they may see your what? Your what? Your what? Not how smart you think you are posting the, oh, well, I think this. No, 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 I think this doesn't get anybody. It makes enemies, it's bad. But when you do good, you are good. See your good deeds and praise your Father in heaven. See, that's what the Christian life's about. That's what makes it successful. When you're always thinking, what good can I do? Then you're changing somebody's life. And guess what? The only thing you can take to heaven with you is other people. And when, listen, other people listen to you when you do good. We talk about growth track here. Growth track is an invitation 
to join this church in the mission of doing good for other people. Why? Because it feels good to do good. You will never be fulfilled in your life until you do that. And if you've not been through Growth Track, I want to challenge you. Sign up today. Go through Growth Track so we can help you find a place in the church that you can serve the like once a month for like maybe 30 minutes that you begin to experience the joy of the Lord that comes with when you do good. The reason we love coming to church is because everybody comes to do good. What, what would it be like in our community if everybody just said, oh, I'm going to do good. Work would change, right? I mean, work wouldn't be a hellhole, would it? If everybody on your job, if everybody on your job said, I'm coming to do good, I'm going to love you. I'm going to do good to you no matter how I feel. It doesn't matter your political side. It doesn't matter about your skin color. It doesn't matter about your bank account. I'm just going to love you. I'm going to do good. Look, 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 look. I'm inviting you on a journey. God has called our church to be the difference maker in our community. Look at these hundreds of people in this room. And there's hundreds that are watching online. If we just chose to take this message and ask that question about every decision that we make. What good can I do? We will change the community. We will change the world. When someone's struggling with a bag of groceries, can I, what good can I do? I can open the door for them. I can do that. I can do that. When a, when a, kid, is, when a kid is falling down, what good can I do? I can pick them up. When someone's struggling, I can just say, what can I do to help them up? It's that simple and that complicated at the same time. I'm inviting you because I'm going to live the rest of my life, the rest of my life. Asking that question, what good can I do? And I want you to go on the journey with me. Man, let's do what nobody else has done. Let's forget the political world. They can't fix us. They divide us. They try to conquer us, but we will not. The gates of hell shall not prevail against the church. The church has said, I'm going to do good. I'm going to ask that, how can I do good? What good can I do? This morning, I'm asking you, listen, to be bold. And I'm asking you to stand with me today. And this is what I want to ask you this question. Whoa, whoa, wait a minute before you stand. Hold on, no, no, no. Everybody sit down. Please. And then, because this is what I want you to do. If you're willing to go on the journey with me and you say, Pastor Jeff, I will do my very best to make it my life mission to ask that question, no matter what setting I'm in, no matter what the rage is like around me, I will do my very best to ask this question, what good can I do? If that's you and you will, and you go with me, if you just go with me, if you go with me, the world, when the people look at the map of Georgia, they'll see a light shining in Henry and Clayton and Rockdale and the Cab County. Why? Because we're doing good. If you go with me today, I want you to stand up today and say, I'll go, I'll go, I'll go, I'll go, I'll go. Hi, this is Pastor Jeff again. 
I just want to say I hope you enjoyed today's message. If you would like to support God's work through Stockbridge Community Church, simply go to our website at secview.net. Again, that's secview.net and click the Give tab. We want to thank you again for being with us today. God bless you. Have a wonderful day.